Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Billy Epperhart, and on this show, you're going to hear from industry leaders in business, real estate, and investing. Our Wealth Builder coaches and myself are excited to teach you how to make sense of making money for making a difference. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm so glad that you joined us and I have got some of my most favorite people in the world on the podcast today, Pastor Mike Davis and Pastor Dan Dyer. Can you guys just say a quick hi to everybody? Hello, and we are so happy to be here and I'm thankful to be uh, speaking with my good friend, Dan Dyer. So good to be with you. I can't wait. Me and Mike, we get to be a spoon to stir the vessels about real estate today. And and really, you know, the blessing of God makes rich and adds no sorrow. And uh, one of the definitions of blessing is permission to succeed. And so that's what Mike and I want to do with you today is we want to give you permission to succeed in the area of real estate. We want to bless you with this. Wow. That is awesome. I am really looking forward to this. And, uh, you know, our audience knows you guys, our Wealth Builders family is familiar with you, but there's some people, Dan and Mike, they probably haven't heard you before. And I just want to let people know both of you are going to be speaking at our upcoming Wealth Builders Real Estate Workshop, which is October 13th through the 15th. And I just want to encourage all of you you know what, after you hear this, I think that you're gonna wanna be a part of this workshop for sure. And we've got two options. You can join us in person, which is a great experience and it's in Denver, Colorado, or you can join by live stream and I've got a code for you. So write this down so that you can use it at the end of the podcast or register. It's WB200. Again, that's WB200. You can go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events learn more about this event and get registered. So, all right, you guys, here we go. Uh, I'm going to, you said like stir the pot, I think, or stir something. I'm going to do that here with you. And um, what would you guys say to people that say, God isn't interested in me investing in real estate. I just want to, you know, do ministry. Um, can we just like break this whole thing open and really help people to understand God's call for us, not only to build wealth, but the connection to real estate, Mike? Well, absolutely. I, I know that I think all Christians sometime in their life, unless they're raised in a church that believes this, you know, they they think that way that, you know, I don't want to touch money. I don't want to touch the gold. You don't want to stay away from that. But this is the thing, Dan, I love your teaching that you teach on in the book of Acts, that how real estate was actually one of the first things that financed the kingdom of God getting kicked off the beginnings of the church. Isn't that right? Yeah, um, that's when we we see that certain people of, the, of, of Christ, they went and laid, they sold houses and lands. And they laid the proceeds at the apostles' feet that procreated the gospel to the known world of that day. Uh, what's really amazing with that is one of the guys was a guy by the name of Barnabas, okay? And so who's Barnabas? Uh, I want to back up a little bit. Matthew 24, Jesus gave them a warning that when they saw the city encamped round about by the Romans to flee. So, so they saw the signs of Matthew 24 coming to pass. And so they sold their property at the right time 
obeying the prophetic word of Jesus in Matthew 24. And none of the Christians basically is historically died in that siege. They sold their land, procreated the gospel, went and camped out on a place, a mountain called Pella, a little ways away. But with, with Barnabas, many people believe, Mike, that Barnabas was the rich young ruler that Jesus said, sell everything and follow me. Right? Yeah, I've heard it. And so, so whether he was or whether he wasn't, the rich young ruler had three things going for him. He was rich. He was young. He had, he had time. And he was a ruler. He had capacity. He had knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And the disciples look at him afterwards, after the rich young ruler walks off and says this. Uh, they say, we've sold everything. What do we get? And, and this is where us as Christians, we say, if you're going to follow Jesus, be poor, sell everything. But then you got to hear what Jesus said after that. Jesus said, no man ever left father, sister, mother, brothers, houses, and lands for the kingdom That's where they good. will not get a hundredfold in this world with persecution. Why persecution? Because the devil doesn't want Christians wealthy and owning land. Yep with persecution and eternal life in the world to come. So Jesus specifically said to the rich young ruler, follow me. And the caveat, if he would have stuck around was, you're going to get a hundredfold in this world for the kingdom of God, if you just stick with it. Amen. Well, you know, a lot of people talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. And uh, in that chapter, she buys a field and prospers in that so you know i mean even in the old testament there's story after story of people getting a hold of land god is always telling people to go and get land dan and i'm telling you land is important to god land is important and the most important thing is is for believers to be the ones who possess it and own it and, and, and the dominion mandate god never gave us authority over people that's right. That's good. He gave us authority to harness the potential of natural resources in geographical regions. And in Ezekiel, the 36th chapter, it says that we would turn the waste places into an Eden. So God wants everywhere a believer lives to turn into an Eden. And, yes. and one of the things with me, Mike, we are full of the Holy Ghost. We love the Lord. We love people. And we believe that we don't wrestle with flesh and blood but with principalities and powers, rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. And so for years when people would come in and minister and maybe I would go and minister out, I would want to try and find the principality of an area. I want to find what's the demon keeping the glass ceiling on this community. And so I'd drive around and pray and look. Uh, it doesn't take me very long now to find out what the principality of any geographical region is. I just look at the skyline. I look oh. at who owns the land. Wow. I look at who owns the property. And so if I see uh, discount liquor stores and buy here, pay here on every corner, I know what the principality that's oppressing people. And so when wealth is translated geographically into Christians' hands, uh, we change the whole topography of an area. We can turn waste places into an Eden. And I believe that that's our Isaiah 61 mandate. The Spirit mm -hmm. of the Lord is upon us. He's anointed us, what, Mike, to preach good news to the poor. You don't have to be poor. Mm -hmm. Open the eyes of the blind. Set those that are bruised at liberty. Open the prison house. He'll give us beauty for ashes, oil of gladness for mourning, garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that we might be called the planting of the Lord. That's us getting born again, right? But now Amen. what do we do with that born again experience? 
It goes on to say, we will rebuild the waste places. We'll yes. repair the desolate cities. We'll be the em employer of the non-believer. And so real estate is a catalyst in this. It really is. And I'll read a scripture that goes right along with that. In Proverbs 21, 21 and 22. This is the Passion Translation. It says, the lovers of God who chase after righteousness will find all their dreams come true. An abundant life drenched with favor and a fountain that overflows with satisfaction. And then verse 22 says, a warrior filled with wisdom ascends into the high place, into the high place, Dan, and he releases regional breakthrough, bringing down the strongholds of the mighty. So that goes right along with what you're saying. It's a regional breakthrough. So owning land is helps us to be a breakthrough in a whole region. God is not just concerned about us and our house. He wants the region to have breakthrough. And one way to do that is to make sure that we are owners of the land. And, you know, Karen says, as quoted, or Rob's, or Roberts by saying that whoever is uh, prospering and owning the land of the city, they're the ones who are going to create the spiritual climate. And so that goes right along with Proverbs 21, 22, that the high place that God says needs to have a breakthrough. And so I believe that owning land can cause the believers to have a breakthrough in that region or that city, Dan. Yeah. Uh, you know, part of the blessing of Abraham was that his seed, his sons, would meet the enemy at the gates. Yeah. The gates were the place of commerce and transaction in the ancient days. That's where we saw Lot was sitting at the gate of the city at Sodom and Gomorrah. It, 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 was, a, it was a place where deeds and titles were transferred. And, and part of the blessing of Abraham that we're in in Christ is we should be the gatekeepers of our city. We yeah. should be the power brokers to let blessing come in and keep wickedness out. And real estate geographically is such a big part of that. And I'm, uh, I won the Willy Wonka lottery ticket the day I woke up born in the United States of America. Yes. Because what we teach here, it doesn't always translate into foreign nations. And Acts 17 says this, Mike, it says that the Lord has predetermined the times and locations in which all men should dwell, that they might grope after him and find him, though he's not far from any of us. So, so for those of us listening today, God has predetermined the very times which we were to be born and the very locations that we were to inhabit. And so this was a mind shift for me when I quit looking at my community as just where I lived. And I started looking at my community as my eat, my garden to keep. And so, so, so with that, there's a twofold covenant. There's a covenant with the man and there's a covenant with the land. And so I believe that we're called to bless the land. Uh, it, it, it says in Acts, it, or I'm sorry, it says in Hebrews that the blood of Jesus speaks of greater things than the blood of Abel. And so I believe the curse was reversed on the land when Jesus died upon the cross and he shed every drop of blood for us not only to get to heaven and also to get heaven in us, but also for geographical transformation through real estate. That is awesome, Dan. And I just believe what you've been talking about here in just the last few months, the Lord has been showing me about dominion. You know, God said something to Adam about dominion. And that dominion is never supposed to have left man. And Jesus replaced that dominion. He says, 
In Luke 10, 19, behold, I've given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy. So he's given all authority. First of all, all authority has been given to Jesus. That means Satan, nobody else has any authority because all authority has been given to Jesus. He turns around and he says, now I give you that authority. So, Dan, I mean, I just believe that we as a church body are living so far beneath our privilege and saying that, you know, well, I'm just trying to get this and I'm trying to get that. No, we've been given dominion, Dan. I believe that we have the ability to get dominion over our finances, over our health, which it includes the land. If I believe, you know, if you're riding by there's a building here I'm believing for in, in uh, Pueblo. It's a, one of the major uh, crossroads in Southern Colorado, the busiest crossroads in Southern Colorado. There's a big Kmart building there. And I just thought, you know what? That building, need, it's been sitting vacant. It needs to be in the hands of God uh, for God's purpose and God's plan. So the Lord's trying to teach me, and I believe all of us, to take dominion, in our situation so that we can what? Rule and reign with him, Dan. That's what God wants to do. You know, I felt uh, when I went to plant the church here, um, I felt so much favor on my life and I really felt the dominion mandate. Uh, and, and I felt Joshua, the first chapter, if you'll follow me and you'll heed my words and my commandments, then, then every place that the sole of your foot treads upon, I'm going to give to you. And so when I came into this community, there was a, a, a grocery store that had been built four years before that, and they had gone under. And so I didn't have a congregation. I didn't have credentials. I knew how to, well, I say pray, cry, and testify. Those are my credentials. But revival broke out in a little room that I was renting here in town. And I looked at this building, this vacant commercial building that had only been, it's, it was brand new. I said, I want that, Lord. It's the best place best location in town. I walked around the property. I went to the bank. I said, how much could I buy it for? They wouldn't even meet with me. Hmm. Wouldn't oh even meet goodness. with me. And I'm like, I got dominion over this. I, I would, God's going to give me this property. So I, I walk around it. Next thing you know, we're out of room. People are overflowing. People are getting healed of cancers. And I'm like, Lord, you've got to, I need the property. Because if you, I said this, I said, if you don't give me the property, people are going to go to hell because they won't fit in the building. And so uh, the Lord said, ask Mary. And Mary, I wasn't even sure if she was saved. She was uh, mentally handicapped. She'd cut you out sometimes and all that. She would have been the last person I would have asked what to do. But the Lord said, ask Mary. She's going to tell you what to do. So I went over and I asked Mary. I said, we're out of room, Mary. What's the Lord tell you I should do about uh, the church? She said, I see a big blue commercial building. It was the one they wouldn't even talk to me about. I go to the bank. The president of the bank meets me, says, what do you want to give me for this, Dan? I gave him half what was foreclosed on. And he said, uh, do you have a formal congregation? No. How much can you afford a month? I said, like $600 a month. He waved his hand over the loan application, said, I'll fill this out for you. Wrote God's house, Duggar, Indiana on the key fob from First National Bank, threw me the keys and said, I'll be at church on Sunday if you'll have church there. Wow. And so, so it was like supernatural dominion. And that so is- I, I saw it in the spiritual thing, which was the church over and over again, like seven building programs in the first 10 years, right? And so I saw supernatural favor 
with buildings with the yeah. church. But then I realized there's no secular or sacred. It's all sacred. Yeah. And so God began to show me that houses and lands are the inheritance of fathers. So I can honestly say almost every property I really have asked for and felt peace and presence with it, I've got. Wow. You guys well, I believe, I, I just believe, Dan, that in this, I just told our church this Sunday, I said, you know, God has said that we should leave not only inheritance to our children, but to our children's children. And that means you got to have more than a thousand dollars or even $10,000. I believe God is wanting to do supernatural things in the believer's lives. And part of that is owning land. And because that's just something that will produce cash flow, it's going to be something that is always there. And so, Dan, I believe it's time for believers to supernaturally say, God, we have dominion on this place. You know, my father-in-law, he's in Africa. He's been there. He's 83 years old. He's been there for 55 years. And I remember when he was uh, wanting 100 acres uh, in Zaire then. It's the Congo now. Uh, the city wouldn't give it to him. So he got out and he said, Father, you said every place that my feet will tread that you will give to me. He walked around. He found out where the hundred acres were. He walked around and spoke in Swahili, uh, saying that every place the soles of my feet tread, you're going to give it to me. Every place. So he did that all the way around 100 acres. And within a few days, he went back into the office. He said, I'm just making my petition. I want this hundred acres. And they said, okay, fine. You can have it. It's kind of like they threw up their hands and gave up. But I believe that was a dominion type experience that God was showing him. And I believe it's a dominion type experience that we need to take as the church mm -hmm. to I can get this land because God, you said that every place the soles of my feet tread, that you'll give it to me. And it's not like we're doing it for selfish reasons. We're doing it because we want to expand the kingdom of God. We want to be a blessing. I tell you, that's the greatest witness, in my opinion. I, I'm thankful for tracks. I'm thankful for people knocking on doors and all of that. But what greater witness than, you know what? That, that family right there, they're struggling with rent. I'm going to go to them. I'm going to buy you a house. Do you think yeah. that would speak volumes, not only to them, but all of their relatives, all the friends who know that? How did you get that? How did you afford that? Well, that church over there, they, they bought me this house and gave it to me. I'm telling you, there's going to be testimonies like that that are going to go... It's just going to flow through the city and catch wind of it. And people are going to wake up to the goodness of God. And they're going to rethink how good God is. When I first, uh, I entered into real estate because I got a tongue and an interpretation uh, in, my own, in my own prayer life. I got, I got a tongue and a revelation and God gave me permission to succeed. I stepped out and bought my first house. But, but, you know, I, I don't believe we should just have making goals. I think we should have giving goals. Oh, that's right? good. Yeah. You know, scripture says that let him who stole steal no more, but let him work with his hands that he might have more than enough to give. And so when I entered into real estate, I wanted to sanctify that in my heart. Um, and I said, Lord, within the first seven years of me doing real estate, I want to be able to sow my first house. Seven years, I was able to sow my first house into somebody. Wow. And to date, I, to date, I've been able to give away two houses. Debt free. Oh, awesome. Give it here. Here's here's a home. That and is so, so good. when you sanctify, you sanctify your making, you know, uh, by wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and but you also sanctify it uh, with giving. 
setting those giving goals. Say, Lord, if this is really for you, I, I want to be able to do something so big that only you can get the glory for it. And that so, is so good, Dan. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad you brought this up. I've got on my iPhone a list. It's called My List. And I have 17 people's names here. They don't even know I have this list that I'm going to give a house to. And uh, and I'm, I'm not saying that to brag. Listen, I am not. I'm just saying exactly what you said, Dan, that we need to have giving goals and say, God, I just want you to know I want to prosper. And this is what, the main reason I want to prosper. These are 17 people that are dear to my heart. And there's some people in here. God just, you know, one day he woke me up and said, there's people that will not ever believe that they will prosper, but I want to bless them. And so I want you to be the source to give them something because they won't believe that I'm good enough to do that. And so I believe that, you know, just like any good father, he wants to bless all of his kids, but there's some kids that say, well, I don't believe that's the will of God. And God says, you know what? You believe that, but I and so good, I'm going to bless you in spite of your unbelief. Amen. Wow, Amen. You know? That's so good. I, Go ahead, Dan. We're just about out of time, but I want to hear what you have to say. I want, everybody wants a miracle, right? Yes. But I want to be somebody's miracle. Oh, that's that's good. When I show up on the scene, I want to be the answer to that prayer. I want to be that supernatural provision that says, you know, God, God heard my heart cry, and then God used some guy anonymously to come over and be an angel to minister to my soul in that financial way. And so, wow. you guys are so awesome! Oh my goodness, I'm sure all of us listening, like just like I am, I'm really fired up about it. You guys connected something that I think a lot of us have trouble like getting over, and it is initially it's like buying real estate building wealth we're kind of seeing it as a selfish you know a lot of it's been unfortunately just bad doctrine right things that we've been taught as a selfish thing but what you guys really connected and i hope all of you um, listening to this podcast really caught this i'm sure you did is it's a passion to really um steward this earth for god's glory and land yeah. is such a connection. So it's definitely passionate about real estate. We all enjoy real estate. But the passion I heard in you guys' voice during this podcast to bring transformation, sometimes it's to one person at a time, to communities, that's God's heart. And real estate provides a pathway for it. So this is just like a little glimpse into the real estate workshop. Um, and so... I just want to remind all of you listening to really encourage you to attend. Go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events and you can connect uh, through live stream using WB200. You can do the live stream for just $97 right now, or you can attend in person, which is ideal for $200 off this $497. And um, many of you have heard this. We had the podcast, too, that if you really want to get prepared so that when you get into the place of that workshop, that you have a foundation of knowledge and you're going to be able to really catch and hear so much more and understand, start out with our new Wealth Builders Real Estate Masterclass. It hasn't even officially launched yet. So I'm actually giving you guys a little insight into it. You can go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash masterclass 
And for a period of time, you can get that masterclass. It's over 10 hours of teaching or 10 courses over eight hours of teaching. And you can get it for $4.97 and you get a live stream ticket free or you do $6.97, which includes an in-person ticket. So um, two options there. And you guys, I would love to just get like a final word from you for our Wealth Builders family tuning in today. And so, Mike, I'm going to start with you. What's a final word you'd like to make sure everybody heard today? I think, Karen, that just to know the goodness of God, that he wants us to prosper. You know, I've told people this. Nobody's going to go to heaven and said, you know what? I overestimated how good you were. Nobody's going to say that when they walk through the gates. And so I believe that God wants to show how good he truly is on this planet through us, through the body of Christ. Amen. That's great, Dan. Amen. Well, you know, I just I, it, it's in my heart to really just pray a blessing that you can have permission to succeed. Sometimes it's it, we're waiting on God to give us something. And to get the revelation that he's already given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. I'd like for people to walk away, not wondering, will God give me real estate? What if he's already given you? But you've got to understand it's already yours. You've got to step out and do something about it. So to, to motivate you to move forward in what God's called us to. That's so awesome. And this is a great next step for you. So we would love to see you at the real estate workshop. All of us are there and we uh, we just love these workshops. And so again, wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. Mike and Dan, thank you so much for being a part of this uh, podcast. And thanks all of you that are tuning in of the Wealth Builders family. Uh, Billy and Becky send their love to you. They appreciate you. Make it a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Builders podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review the show. If you want to learn more about who we are, visit our website at wealthbuilders.org and check us out on Facebook. We'll see you next time.